So we live in a rented property. We don't own the homestead that we're living on. And one of the constraints we're working within is a lot of the areas next to the house are formal gardens. So they're not really something I can turn into vegetable beds and all the sort of things I'd really like right near the house. But I did come up with a solution for how I could keep a herb garden in one of our formal gardens and that was to build a beautiful structure called a herb spiral. Hello and welcome to the Self-Sufficient Podcast. I'm Carl from selfsufficienthub.com and I'm here to talk about all things self-sufficiency. Being sustainable and food security matters. Welcome to episode 32 of the Self-Sufficient Podcast. I hope you're all well. And today we're going to be talking about herb spirals. Now, a herb spiral is a way of turning a very small piece of ground into a super productive herb garden. And effectively, what it does is, for instance, my herb spiral takes up about one and a half meter diameter circle on the ground and it's the equivalent of a six meter length of bed and how you achieve that is by basically taking your six meter long length of bed and imagine wrapping it round into a spiral and then the piece of the spiral that's in the middle you pull up so that the spiral works almost like a helter-skelter so that in the center your centerpiece is probably between half a meter and three quarters of a meter high and then it goes in a spiral around the hill and out down to ground level so within quite a small space you can create a really long run of planting now it's got its origins in the permaculture movement and for those of you not familiar with permaculture permaculture is literally the term means permanent agriculture. And the idea is you set up systems that kind of look after themselves and you try and get as many outputs as you can from any one piece of land or an item or whatever it is you're using in your garden. So by creating a herb spiral, you create lots of different microclimates. So right at the top, you've got ground that's going to drain quite freely. And then at the bottom, you've got ground that's at ground level and is going to hold the moisture that little bit better and of course you've got a north side and a south side so you're, you're creating lots and lots of microclimates. The other benefits of a herb spiral are ease of access so as I was saying at the beginning of the show we, we've got formal gardens that border the house so we're not able to turn vast swathes of them into vegetable gardens at the moment or run livestock on them or have polytunnels on them and things like that so we've got to keep them as formal spaces and a herb spiral can look beautiful and we've got it as a feature in one of our lawns the lawn outside our kitchen door so it means that we're also able to have that utility right next to the kitchen but a herb spiral could really fit in almost anywhere now there's lots of things you can build them out of but the simplest one is just stones now I have a significant advantage I won't lie my background is in 
building and I'm quite competent at building stone walls, but you really don't need to be to be able to build your own herb spiral. So if you want to start out building one, I mean, obviously it would pay to do a bit of research online and just see a few pictures of them to really get the idea in your head. But if you're going to build one, they really are quite simple and you can build one straight out of your lawn because we're going to add compost to it as we go. So we're going to be adding our soil and compost. You don't need to worry about digging over any ground or even killing off the grass because we're going to build up to, to a reasonable height. So the first thing I would suggest is that you just run, lay out a run of stones in basically the outside of your circle and then what you want to do is just tweak it so that the end of your circle comes inside the start point ready to make your second circle that's going to form a concentric ring that gradually gets smaller and smaller near the top. So once you've laid out your first row of stones then what you would do is you would add your organic material, your compost, your soil, whatever you're using and effectively bring that first layer of ground up to the height of your stones and then you would bring your next row of stones around on top of that layer you've just laid and then fill in the new raised section in the middle and keep going until you've got your spiral it's quite useful to think of it as a, as a helter skelter the sort of slides that you used to go on as a child that go round and round the outside of this turret except for as you go nearer the top obviously this the slide comes in tighter and tighter so that's how you build one they really are dead simple um there's there's not really a lot can go wrong with them and as you're coming up out the ground what you're doing is you're elevating that soil so that it's going to drain more and more so the plants that you're going to plant near the top are going to be things that like to have nice dry feet. And then what I actually did at the bottom is I buried a small amount of plastic at the foot of my spiral and created a mini pond for growing watercress in. So I've got watercress as the very bottom feature. So one other benefit of having your herb garden set up in this way is that it saves you back. You're not having to bend down to pick things. You can literally have access to all of your herbs, be it 10, 20 or 30 different type of herbs, all within a pace or two. And a significant portion of them are raised nice and high off the ground. So the utility of the area is just absolutely fantastic. So that's how the next thing we're going to talk about is what plants you might want to include in your herb spiral and where exactly they would go it's really easy for you to get in touch with us you can now send us an email at selfsufficientcontact at gmail.com or you can send us a voice message the easiest way to do that is through the link in the show notes you can record your message on your phone and send it straight to us where we can play it on the show. Don't forget to leave your name and where you're calling from. We are always thrilled to hear any feedback, suggestions for the show or questions that you may have. So do get in touch with us. So the next thing you're going to want to do is plant your herb spiral and 
what I did is I made a big list of all the herbs that I wanted to include. So I included on my list mint, oregano, sorrel, tarragon, lavender, rosemary, thyme, sage, chives, fennel, lovage, marjoram, winter savory, bay, caraway, lemongrass and chamomile. So those were all the perennial herbs that I wanted to at least consider because those are all the ones that I use regularly or that I thought I would use if I had them close at hand. Those are all the perennials. Then I also made a list of the annuals that I use a lot of, and that would be basil, coriander, dill, parsley, and chervil. Now, parsley is a biannual, but it, it, it's not a perennial, so that's how it got onto that list. And then finally, uh, one aquatic one, which was watercress. So I've made my list... And then what I did is I made three separate columns next to my list for notes. And there were basically the first list, the first column was just spread. So I wanted to make a note of anything that would spread like crazy if I didn't put it, if I didn't contain it somehow. So I put a note next to things like mint, just saying, okay, when you get to the point of including this, you're going to need to contain it. But the other two were to do with whereabouts they would actually sit on the spiral. So they were two things, sun and drainage. So I basically made a note whether they needed full sun, whether they were really happy in partial sun or whether they weren't going to be that fussy. And then I made the same list with how much drainage they would need. So I'll give you just a, a couple of examples. Next to oregano, I made the notes full sun, well-draining soil. So oregano, because it wanted that well-draining soil, was going to go right near the top of my spiral. And if it wasn't right at the top, then I was going to make sure that it was on the north side so that it was receiving plenty of sun. Next to sorrel, I made the note that it was quite happy in full sun or partial sun. And I also made the note that it was quite happy being lower down with the less well-draining soil. So once I'd made my list with all of the things on, I then started to just play around on a piece of paper with exactly where I thought they should go. So I drew out my herb spiral that I'd made and I made a point of labelling north on it. And this is how I ended up with my planting plan. So right at the top, I had lavender, oregano and rosemary. And that was right at the top. And then coming round the south side, we had the rosemary giving way to tarragon and thyme. And then coming round halfway up my spiral now and coming more onto the north side, I had chamomile, then coriander, dill, chervil, and now I'm on the east side. So chervil gave way to lovage, then fennel, then marjoram. And now again, we're back on the south side. So now we're on the south side and coming down the bottom half. Now, this is the place that's going to get the least sun. It's still going to get some sun, but the least sun. So marjoram gives way to sorrel and then chives, which I contained within a pot, and then sage, and then Next was mint, again, potted to contain it. 
And now we're at the west side and right near the bottom. And the last thing I planted was parsley before my watercress. So that's how my herb spiral worked out. And it means I've got access to all of those herbs and they're all within easy reach, both height wise and distance from the kitchen. So I suggest you give some thought to a herb spiral. It might be something that works for you. It's a great way of having all of your herbs in one place, but also it's a super functional decorative thing to have in your garden. So it's a great way to use a little bit of space and get a lot of use out of it. Like I say, if I were to unwind my herb spiral, it would be about a six meter long little bed. So I do recommend them and I've had great results. So please do give it a go. Thanks for listening and speak to you tomorrow. If you find these podcasts valuable, there are several ways you can support them. The easiest ways are to rate it and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. You could also share it online, talk about it anywhere you blog, or find someone you think might be interested and point them our way. You can also find and support us on YouTube, where we are also Self Sufficient Hub. Thanks for listening.